So do you want to slay your holidays this season? It's going to be a five-part episode. Today's going to be the first part. And these are going to be really helpful, actionable things to do this holiday season so that you can make sure that you are bringing all the income that is possible, even if you have cancellations or things are changing in your business, which may happen. Um, the, I want to really thank to my listeners for your DMs and input and um, all of your comments because that is what really inspires and helps me give you also additional tools that I utilize in my own business. So let's lay into the holidays. Holiday season is here. And with the change of weather, so comes the flu. People get sick. You know, kids are going in and out of school with holidays and time off. And if you have any type of mother or a teacher, professional, or anybody in the education realm as a clientele, you're going to notice that sometimes, you know, cancellations are going to happen. So what are things that you can do to also make sure that you're bringing that income in when the unexpected happens, especially when it comes with a cancellation fee? Because I know you can't feel very like you feel bad, you feel guilty, like, oh my gosh, you know, but I love this client. Should I really be charging them the fee? Number one, if your client respects you and they understand, they know what the policies are. You should have policies in place that your clients need to fill out a form every time before they come in. Why do they have to do it every time they come in? Well, I do it because I have like a COVID thing on there, you know, which is just good for them to know what my procedures are, make them feel safe inside of the salon. Uh, why I wear masks. So all those things are inside there. There's also the cancellation rescheduling policy and redo policy inside of there. And if you don't have one, I utilize Google Forms, which is free. And I'm actually am selling the template for only $9 is the template that I utilize in my own business. They can go ahead and edit and include it in your you know, booking system. I also have a little tutorial there how I added it to my booking system. I use Gloss Genius. I'm not sponsored by them. So that is something that's very important. So why is it so important that they sign that form every single time, no matter what type of form that you have? Because number one, they know what the cancellation fee is. I always have the cancellation and you can make it in bold or put a different color. So they understand exactly what it is, right? So whether it's 50%, whether it's a dollar amount, um, how many hours do they have to reschedule and what your exceptions are. I am a human and because I, you know, have my own health issues, I understand sometimes health happens, right? Like if somebody got like the crud or got some type of like flu, you know, I understand they can't come in for their safety and mine. So I choose in discretion to waive the fee. That is something I happen to do. I know people that they don't care if it has, if you have the flu or you have whatever you have, they are not waiving the fee. So I think that's everybody's up to everybody's own discretion. You know what your brand values and mission is. So you and your business model. So you do what's best for you. This is not a podcast of do this and the other part is wrong. This is about giving you a little insight into this. So now that I know that my clients have been coming to me for years and are signing that form every time they come in. It's really important to, number one, reinforce that they sign that form before they come in because it's going to put that on top of mind. So I want to share with you a story about two clients of mine. So I had two of them reschedule. One of them, she rescheduled right within the time frame. 
She didn't get charged a fee. She knew the guidelines. She didn't even ask me. She already knew because she signs that form every single time, that repetition, right? So she already knew what the policy was. I don't have my policy on my socials. I don't, you know, like it's, she already knew that from signing the form. So clearly that's the system that works. The other one, um, you know, they had some, a number, something come up so they couldn't come in. And she knew there was a cancellation fee and she needed to pay for that. She just reached out to me like, hey, you know, how much do I owe you? These are things that your clients are going to be able to do for you and make this talk and the process so much simpler if you have those systems or that form in place. So part number two of this, allow the money to flow in. I know we can feel guilty because, oh my gosh, I'm taking their money because, you know, like I didn't do the service, but they canceled. We have policies in place and our part also as the beauty professional and the business owner is to let them know that we reinforce that communication. We reinforce that agreement because if you don't, what's going to happen is that over time, we start getting resentful or they start take, they may take you for granted or they know like they can just do whatever they want with you. And it's not because they're trying to be mean about it. It's because you have told them, hey, these are my rules and guidelines, but I don't respect myself or my business and I don't follow through. So you, you're allowed to go around it because I said so because I'm proving the example. So that is things that we really need to think about in our business. So if you already have the form in place, they're like, hey, how much do I owe you? You know, I appreciate you so much. Thank you. You know, like whatever. Like, you know, I enjoy our time together. This is how much it is. Or you can just be straightforward. Oh, yeah, you know, my the cancellation fee for, you know, having missed that appointment or rescheduling is blank. You do not have, it depends however you are, how you communicate with your clients. Again, there's no right or wrong way to do this. It's just allow the money to come in because that can be a huge amount of loss if you are not, if you are like dismissing that account. So let's say you charge like um, $100, which I know it's way more than that. I've seen a lot of stylists that charge a whole lot. Some people charge 100% of their service. Everybody has their own guidelines. But let's say you charge $100 and that uh, you lost, like you had like 20 appointments rescheduled in 2022, okay? So we're going to do 100 times 20. And that is $2,000. So while you may think, oh, well, I just let Susie get by. You know, I didn't charge you $100. It's just $100. When it's 20 people, at least, through the whole year, if not more, you're losing $2,000 out of your pocket. Don't do that to yourself. It helps you keep your business going. And, you know, you may be lucky enough to reschedule that appointment with somebody else, but sometimes you are not. And I think it's really important that we allow ourselves to be the business owners and do also the hard things and the beautiful things of abundance, which is allowing money to come in. Now, part number two. So if your client doesn't come in, oh my gosh, what are we going to do, right? Do you have a wait list or cancellation list? Um, especially right now with the holidays, I know like cancellations can happen. You know, yes, you can post on social. I see people that do that and it works well for them. But where are your clients at? It's sometimes just sending a simple email just saying like, hi, you know, we're ready for the holidays. Here's like a quick tip for your hair at home. That can be a reminder like, oh my gosh, yeah, the holidays are here. Maybe I need to get in. So you can book, get more bookings and also try to fill in that spot. I see a lot of people and I'm not judging, okay, this is not a right or wrong podcast. This is just giving you insight of what I see. Some offer like 10% off and a mask for doing last minute. I don't do that and I'm going to tell you why. 
I don't I decided not to do that. You can do anything you want. <laughs> Take what resonates, leave the rest behind. I decided not to do that because if I was gonna go get my nails done and my nail artist was doing that, because I'm gonna go back to using my acrylics, I would be upset because I'm like, well, how is that fair? So just because you had a cancellation, she gets to have a you know, an extra treatment and 10% off. And I don't when I, when I'm scheduled and I do my part in keeping my appointment, that's just my intake. And that's why I do not offer that. Like that is not part of my plan. I always like, I have a list or I, I reach out. I have different methods in my own business to how to fill in a spot. Sometimes it works because someone needs to get in ASAP and sometimes it doesn't. That's where the cancellation fee is very important. Part number three, how can you make up that income? So let's say, for example, that like you get your cancellation fee and you still are missing, right? Like that appointment, maybe it was a $200 appointment, right? So there's still $100 that you need to make up. How, what's a service that you can add on that you can just offer to your clients? The weather is dry. We have been through the summer. Um, you know, we our hair needs a little extra love, especially for the holidays. Maybe you have an additional like in the shampoo bowl treatment that doesn't take away additional time. So think about that. Or what's something you can do to also like help your clients out? You know, like maybe you can do like a offer a scalp massage and a deep conditioning treatment and make it luxurious. And luxurious can be just as simple as how you apply it, right? Instead of straight from the bottle, make it an experience, right? So that's so important to do. And you can just offer like a $10 or a $9 um, add-on. And if you do that, that can bring extra income, not just for the $100 that you lost that week, if you're offering it that week, but if you're offering it for the next like month, you know, just do it for 30 days and call it a name, give it a special little name. That's bringing additional income for you. And it's also keeping you on top of mind. And it also will open up conversations. So part number four of this is like, allow the conversations to flow in. Sometimes when we recommend things, we can be like, oh, but I don't want, you know, I don't want her to think that I'm just trying to sell her. So don't sell her. Have a conversation. How has your hair been at home? How's your hairstyling going? You know, and allow your client to talk. So how's your hair at home? Quietness. Listen. It's not about hearing because hearing, I could be hearing you and doing another thing at a time, which I'm not listening to you. I'm just hearing you. But if I listen, I'm making eye contact with you. I'm stopping. I am acknowledging you. That's something that I love to do is just to stop and acknowledge and give my undivided attention, not multitasking, but really, truly. And you should be able to be doing that in your business. We shouldn't be all so like crazy booked out and all like headache, you know, like hectic type of environment where clients will stress out that we can't even take like, you know, 10 seconds to just like listen to what they're saying to the response and that's your opportunity to offer solutions so part number five of this is like offer solutions and they don't all have to go back to your products what are simple things they can do at home that are free right so you can start with that hey you know so if someone complains like their hair is dry i'll be like okay you know, so have you thought about like using less heat you know like, like less heat tools do you use a lot of heat tools heat tools well yeah like i style my hair every two days okay well look here like this is why it's so important that you don't heat style your, your hair every two days 
These are what the benefits will be if you don't style your hair every two days. And then you can offer a product or whatever like you want to or service that you have in your salon or your business. You can utilize this for whether it's, you know, for aesthetics, whether you do lashes, whether you do nails, whatever it is. I think it's so important that you always have that door open to listen and to be able to really help them. Because if you're not going to help them, and this really helps um, shift my mind, how I thought about this, and I hope it helps you. If I don't give them solutions to help them, they don't all have to be paid. They could be free and paid or just free, whatever you feel comfortable with, whatever works in your business and what you do. They're going to go look for another expert. They are. And what, it might be Google. It might be TikTok. <laughs> it might be the gram. I don't know. But they're going to be able, they need that problem to be solved. And if they're not going to spend the money with you, they're going to go spend it somewhere else. So I'd rather be their go-to. And it's a beautiful thing to be sought after as the go-to because it also helps with your content. It helps with your business growth. And it helps you to be established as the expert that you are because you already, by going by beauty school and, you know, all the education that you have, you have at least a 25% edge over the average person, okay, if not even more. So remember to establish yourself and go slay the holiday sales. So that is it for this um, episode. The next part two will be next week. And thank you so much. I would appreciate if you can just leave, take like five seconds to leave the a review with the little stars put however many stars that you like for this podcast i appreciate you remember to take a deep breath to slow down during this time i know it can be hectic but we got this and we can slay the holidays and one of our most profitable months of the year by also simplifying the process and working smarter not so much more harder Thank you so much. Take what resonated, leave the rest behind. I'll see you back here for part two next week. Bye, love.